Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChampaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome in, Michigan faithful, to another episode of the Victor's Valiant Podcast here on SB Nation's Maze and Brew. My name is Vaughn Lozon. I'm your host today. You can follow me on the Twitter sphere at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Trevor Woods. You can follow him on Twitter for all things Michigan football at Woods Football. Trevor, how you doing? Hey, doing good. We're almost halfway through August now and uh, talking about the defensive backs of Michigan today. That is right. We are continuing our depth chart preview today by talking about the cornerbacks and uh, one of the few positions we got left to roll through here. And I, I think it's uh, really no surprise that uh, – uh, I, I, I think, at least, that this is going to be the best secondary um, in the country this season. I, I'll, I'll just start it off real quick like that. At least the best cornerbacks uh, in the country with David Long and Lavert Hill coming back. Last year, had those question marks with Jordan Lewis and Channing Stribling uh, leaving, going to the NFL. No one really knew if these two guys would be able to come in and compete at the high level that they did last year. Um you know, there were some injury concerns with both guys uh, last spring. Lavert Hill uh, was dealing with some stuff, and, and uh, uh, Coach Mike Zordich actually called out the defensive backs last year, if you guys remember that, uh, saying that, you know, no one's really separated themselves. The play has been really lackluster in the spring. Uh, and I think there were even some parts in the fall camp where he was saying that uh, he wasn't very impressed with the secondary. So it, it really goes to show how the development – uh, has really carried uh, the secondary over the last, uh, really just over the last year, I guess, um, with the younger guys coming in. 
those guys starting as sophomores last year played phenomenal. David Long was great in coverage. Lavert Hill was great in coverage. Uh, gave up a few long uh, passes here and there, but I don't think either of those guys gave up a touchdown all of last season. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of the same with those two guys on the outside. Uh, Trevor, what do you expect out of these guys come this year? Do you think these guys are slated to go to the NFL after uh, the 2018 college football season? Oh, man, that's a, that's a tough question to answer. I think they could certainly go pro, but it just remains to be seen. And a lot of that, as we've seen with Chase Winovich, hinges on how good the team does because these these are team guys and they want to do big things at Michigan. So if they do leave, that could mean that Michigan did something quite significant in 2018. But as far as how they're going to play this season, they were great last season. I don't see them slowing down now. They had the fewest first downs combined allowed in coverage in 2017 out of returning Big Ten cornerbacks. They only allowed four. So, I mean, man, as far as Big Ten play was concerned, they were lights out. David Long, his pass rating when targeted against Big Ten opponents was only 17.0, which was the lowest among Big Ten quarterbacks, and had a couple interceptions and passes deflected. He was a man that shouldn't be thrown at and that was proven time and time again. Lavert Hill, he was just about as good. And they combined to allow only 22 receptions on 60 targets. And the national average was 131.4 yards given up. And, uh, or uh, the pass rating, that is. And their combined pass rating was 65.05. So well below the national average. Uh, and yeah, they're, they're great anchors. We saw Tanning's Tribbling and Jordan Lewis depart to the NFL before the 2017 season. And honestly, I think, Vaughn, and I, I, we'll see if you agree with me here, but I, I think Hill and Long were actually a better duo, and who would have ever thought that? Yeah, honestly, I'm kind of with you there. Um, obviously, Jordan Lewis is the best cornerback that I have seen uh, covering the team. Over the last few years, obviously, in my lifetime, Charles Woodson is that number one guy. But Jordan Lewis, as far as I've seen, uh, he he was the best over the last uh, a few seasons or so. He was uh, damn impressive with that interception against Wisconsin in 2016. And, uh, you know, just being so consistent like he was, all the pass breakups he had in 2015, uh, he was among the, the best Michigans had over the last uh, decade or possibly ever. Um, but yeah, it, it, with that said, I'm kind of with you. I think the, the duo of David Long and Lavert Hill, uh, was better than, than, uh, Lewis and Channing's tripling. Um, now they, these guys were sensational as a uh, sophomores really getting their first, uh, a bit of playing time. They didn't really play a ton as freshmen. Lavert Hill had a little bit more time than David Long. And, uh, uh, honestly, I think David Long is a little bit underrated heading into the season. Lavert Hill's getting on all these uh, award watch lists and uh, you know it, it is the guy that that uh, media members and and other fans are you know, kind of clamoring about I think David Long is is a uh, just as good uh, possibly even better than Lavert Hill uh, in coverage and and just overall as as a cornerback um, like you said the the quarterback rating these guys are giving up is just it, insane, and I, I, I think that that's going to continue this season. Uh, like you said, Long had a few interceptions, almost had one return for a touchdown against, I want to say it was Maryland, 
uh, that he almost had one returned for a touchdown. If he had uh, not cut up field and instead stuck to the outside, he would have probably had that a uh, hundred and something odd yard uh, pick six, but uh, that remains to be seen. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, these guys have been incredible. Uh, the play from them is going to continue, I think. And uh, uh, I, and I, I think that, that we're going to see even more development from these guys. I, I know that that's kind of hard to believe, but they were only sophomores last year. Uh, there's only up from here, Trevor, and uh, uh, th- this is going to be one incredible uh, secondary in 2018. Oh, I, I completely agree with you there. And defensive backs coach Mike Zordich had some things to say about David Long to echo your point about you were hearing a lot about Hill, but what about Long? Zordich said that his offseason has been tremendous, said he battled through some minor, minor injuries, and he fought through them, stayed in practice. He only missed one practice had a tremendous offseason in the weight room. And George went on to say that David's a special cat, very bright individual, takes things very seriously, works extremely hard. What Zordit said about the duo of Hill and Long, he said they're good. He goes, I'm not going to lie. They've worked their butts off. Spring ball was great for them. He's excited. And Zordit said he's looking forward to the season. So uh, they've been working their butts off, it sounds like, not only on the practice field but in the weight room. And like you said, you would assume there's going to be more improvement. These guys were only sophomores. There's going to be, you know, not growing pains, but just the ceiling has not been reached. They have high ceilings, and we haven't seen them reach them yet. So, yeah, it, it should be an exciting year for those two guys and the secondary as a whole. The other guys we're going to talk about, too, provide some pretty good depth when Michigan has to go up against, you know, some three to four or five wide sets. Yeah, I completely agree, and let's talk about some of the guys that are going to be kind of in that that next tier of cornerbacks that we should see when uh, David Long and LaVert Hill kind of need a breather. That would be Brandon Watson, who's a fifth-year senior, and Ambry Thomas, who's going to be a true sophomore this season. Uh, Ambry Thomas, kind of a uh, a, a dual-threat kind of guy. He, he can kind of do it all. He, he, he's got the speed. He's got the coverage skills. Uh, he's taken some kick returns. Uh, more notably towards the, the end of last season. I think he's going to be the guy to do it all of this year. Uh, kind of tried out a few guys last year and stuck with him in the later half of the season. And I, I, I really liked what I saw out of him in the turn game. Uh, Brandon Watson, I, I feel like he's another underrated guy. Uh, a lot of people, like I already said, like to talk about Levert Hill. Uh, the next guy that people like to talk about is David Long. But Brandon Watson, relatively... Uh, had a nice but quiet season last year. Um, he, you know, he he was getting he, he wasn't getting a ton of playing time, uh, but he was making the best out of his playing time as well. He had uh, a one and a half tackles for loss. He had 21 total tackles. Had five pass breakups, uh, which was only a couple behind cornerback uh, uh, leader uh, Lavert Hill and David Long had six. Um, so that just goes to show, even with the limited playing time that Watson had, he was still having a tremendous impact in uh, the passing defense's success and leading to that number three overall passing defense uh, in 2017. And I, I think we're going to see a lot more out of him this season um, just because of how deep uh, the defense really has gotten over the last couple of years. Uh, you know, in 2016, 
like I like I mentioned, it was a lot of Jordan Lewis. There's a lot of Channing Stribling. Didn't see a whole lot of the other guys. But now with Lavert Hill and David Long coming in, uh, you know, stepping up, playing their roles, uh, I, I I think that it's a little more safe to, uh, for Lavert Hill and David Long to come off uh, the field for an for an extra play or two every so often. Get Brandon Watson in there. Get Ambry Thomas in there. Possibly get some of these true freshmen in there as well with this new redshirt rule. Um, I, I think we're going to see a lot more out of them. And honestly, I really liked what I saw out of them this year. What do you expect to see out of Brandon Watson and Ambry Thomas? Yeah, Brandon Watson, he's a fifth-year senior, but a lot of people didn't know who he was going into last year. And immediately his impact was seen and felt against Florida. Now, Watson, not the fastest guy, not the fastest corner, but what he does to make up for that lack of insane speed, has good technique when it comes to man coverage, can get his hands on guys, and then his catch-up speed. Once he gets going down the field, he has some long strides for a cornerback, and he can he can catch back up to where the ball snapped, and you see, oh, shit, you know, it, the receiver takes off down the field, leaves him in the dust. Well, no, Watson uses good technique. And then what I love about Watson is his hand placement to where he'll go in and it's almost like a karate MMA martial arts strike and he'll just punch that ball. And uh, right when the receiver, is his head is up, looking at that ball about to go in the bread basket, nope, Watson gets his hand right in there. And he did that quite a bit. As you said, he was second on the team in pass deflections so there's a reason for it and when it comes to quick slant patterns against him it's pretty savvy his football IQ makes up for like I said that lack of great speed to where he gets that quick little first jump on that route and he makes up for any ground he's about to lose when it comes to Thomas he was a pleasant surprise last season usually when you heard his name it was in a good manner and a good light and he did something productive when you heard the name Ambry Thomas. And I believe that's going to continue this season. Um, we'll see, of course. They did have some deficiencies as a whole, the unit, which we're going to talk about. Uh, but more often than not, I think they'll rise to the occasion and be productive and not lack thereof in 2018. Totally with you, man. Totally with you. So another couple guys that... I want to hit on before we move on to the true freshman section. Uh, uh, Benjamin St. Juiced, he was a true freshman last year. He got some playing time. Uh, I, I actually don't think he saw the field on defense, but he was a special teams guy and honestly didn't really like what I saw to him on special teams. Seemed like he was kind of kind of like a, a, a lost puppy trying to find his way home. Uh, it, he had a ball deflect off him once. Um, I think that was against Cincinnati. had uh, – um, that's when DPJ came out as punt returner. Uh, the ball actually went off Benjamin St. Juiced off his leg, and uh, the opposing team recovered that, and uh, he, he kind of got his ear chewed out on the sidelines after that. And actually almost happened again against uh, Maryland. I was watching this Maryland game not too long ago, surprisingly. It, it was weird. I don't know why I was watching this game again, but... Almost happened again. Luckily, it went right through his legs, and uh, um, the the officials initially ruled that it touched St. Juice's foot, but uh, they overturned that eventually, and Michigan got possession back 
on offense, but almost happened twice for him. Um, it it kind of remains to be seen what we're going to see out of him. Uh, you know, he, he's a pretty lengthy guy. Uh, I want to say he's 6'2 or 6'3, um, something along those lines. Um, yeah, he's uh, the Michigan MGOBlue.com has him listed at 6'3. Um, so pretty, pretty tall guy. Um, definitely like to see that out of your defensive backs. Um, uh, so we'll, we'll see what, what remains to be seen of him if we, if we see really any of him this year just because of how deep the uh, first two tiers of the uh, cornerback position are. But some of the true freshmen, um, Miles Sims, another really tall guy. He's listed at 6'3". He's out of Georgia. He was a, a, a four-star recruit. I honestly think that he was uh, a little undervalued on the uh, on the 24-7 sports composite rankings. I, I want to say he was the second or third ranked player on Michigan's 20, uh, 2018 recruiting class. And, and remember, Michigan didn't have a top 100 uh, player in that recruiting class uh, from the composite. Uh, I, I really liked what I saw in him on tape. He, he's really, really lengthy, and, and you're going to see that. He has extremely long arms. Uh, he, I, I can see him being just a pass breakup machine at U of M. So, um, uh, with him, with some of these other freshmen, uh, the Green brothers, Jamon Green and German Green, um, you know, obviously some of these guys are, are going to move to safety. So kind of a little difficult to talk about these freshmen when you don't know which position they're going to play, but you know that Miles Sims is going to play cornerback. That's where they recruited him. And, uh, obviously some of these other guys are going to get time at corner. But uh, just remains to be seen which which of them are going to get corner, which of them are going to be safeties. Um, a, another guy that um, is currently on the team, Jalen Kelly Powell. Um, he 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 played some nickel last season. Uh, still remains to be seen whether he's going to play safety or uh, uh, or the nickel spot at uh, with the cornerbacks. Uh, they didn't really talk a whole lot specifically about him. Um, what he's going to specifically do. Sounds like he's kind of going to be uh, a plug-and-play guy, kind of go here when you need him, go there when you need him. Uh, so we're, pretty much wherever he needs to be is uh, where the coaches are going to put him at. So uh, it'll definitely be interesting uh, seeing the cornerback play this season uh, with the veterans coming back, with the new guys that are expected to take a bigger role like an Ambry Thomas, I expect Miles Sims to get some pretty good playing time. Um, so I, I definitely expect this to be another strength of the defense, another strength of the team, and uh, quite possibly the best secondary in the entire country. Trevor, do you have any other final thoughts before we wrap this up? Final thoughts would be that this is going to be a good unit, but they could be a great unit if they fix a couple issues early this week. It could have been Don Brown, but I believe it was Mike Zordich. He was talking about some things that happened last year in negative light. And what Zordich said was there was a handful of plays, under 10 plays, but where the defense, the secondary, they gave up some huge chunk plays. And uh, only a few of them they recovered upon. And we saw that against Ohio State saw that against South Carolina in the Outback Bowl and a couple plays against Wisconsin. And 
you can't have those when you're going up against teams on the road who are as good as you or better than you, and you add in that home field advantage on top of it. Got to correct those issues. I believe they will, but just something to keep an eye on. And I know the players are watching the film themselves last year and would agree with me right now. But, yeah, got can't give up the big plays. They can really come back to bite you in the end. So we'll see. But solid unit as a whole. And, uh, yeah, just looking forward to the season and seeing what they can do. Yeah, and some of those lack of coverage plays, uh, specifically against Wisconsin, are the couple that I remember because I was at that game uh, in the stands. I remember one of the guys in coverage was Kalik Hudson. He gave up that touchdown right across the middle in the end zone. Um, so the, the coaches were already saying how uh, they've been working with the Vipers to correct those coverage issues because that was one thing that they really struggled with last year was was covering. And I read a really good article on 24-7 Sports, actually, that, that detailed um, you know what they've been doing and uh, what they need to do to improve that Viper spot for Kalik Hudson and the uh, uh, future Vipers to come. And uh, the other guy was Jalen Kelly-Powell that gave up that, that really long gain. I think it was like 40 or 50 yards um, to set up a scoring chance for Wisconsin. So, uh, like, like I said, he's, he's another young guy, true freshman at the time. Uh, they'll definitely correct those, get better, like they always do. Zordich is a good cornerbacks coach, and Don Brown's among the best defensive coordinators in the country. So I definitely expect improvements from that standpoint uh, with their younger players and with their Vipers. Uh, heading into the 2018 season. Well, that's all the time we got today for this depth chart preview. We will preview the safeties next week, and that is uh, uh, pretty much going to wrap it up. I, I I don't know if we're going to roll with special teams uh, combined with safeties. We'll figure it out uh, down the road, but we will see you guys next time on Victor's Valiant. For Trevor, my name is Vaughn. Thank you for listening, and go Blue.